Gentlemen, yeah, you want to smile, don't you? This yeah. is the About no. Last Night show. That's production value, baby. Oh, theme song. Yeah. Do you have beginning, or did somebody do that in the middle of your run? Uh, Adam did that. Yeah, that's you. That's yeah. you singing. Wow. Yeah. That's that's Adam singing. That's, that's high school musical uh, training wow. in the works there. <laughs> Love it. Welcome to the About Last Night show. You're hearing the voices of myself, Brad Williams, my co-host Adam Ray, and our guest today. Ari Shafir. Hey. What's yeah. up, Ari? Yeah. It's nice to be back here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> back from the old, uh, uh, we're, I don't know if we're going to talk about this, the old Toad Hop days. Oh, yeah. And, and you had your, your podcast, Punch Drunk. Yeah. But it's the same studio. Who cares what it was called? We're <laughs> <laughs> out of place. Yeah. Uh, Ari has a new special out called, was it Passive Aggressive? Passive Aggressive. And it's on chill. Chill.com. Chill.com. Yeah. Very Ch- good. Chill.com. So you go to chill.com. You can download it there. And uh, see Ari. Ari, you're I was just streaming it live on the drive over here. On really? My, uh, on your yeah. phone? Yeah. Watching while listen- driving? <laughs> no, no, I was listening. I have a, one of those Bluetooth things. Oh, okay. So I was, uh, I mean, it was playing the video, but I was listening to it. Oh, that's cool. Um, what was the venue? It was awesome. Uh, the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn. Dude. Yeah, I was pretty oh, stoked about it. What a dope spot. And that's it exactly. sounded and looked awesome. And I mean, yeah. how many does it hold? Uh, a few hundred. My theory was like, I'm, I don't like those Comedy Central specials. Look so giant and glossy. Oh, I think those don't look good, and they don't really represent normal stand up. No. Yeah. For Dane Cook, it does. You know. Right. Yeah. If, if you're normally doing stand up in a large theater yeah, or stadium, about- okay. But uh, there's something about stand up when it's in a club. It's just it's more. It's more intimate. Small. It's yeah. darker. It's better. You came up in the in comedy clubs, yeah. Is yeah. Because you're yeah. saying you per, you theaters. You're not a big fan of obviously. That oh yeah. Pay, I'll great. do you them, do especially them. when Over for Rogan and stuff. And yeah. It's nice as a, like a lark, but no, it's not. I like the intimacy. Yeah. I like people on you. People know Ari from, uh, yeah, he opens for Joe Rogan. Uh, he had a, a, he did The Amazing Racist, which I loved. That Thanks. was yeah. awesome. Uh, I think that might have been the first thing I ever saw of you. <laughs> and a friend of mine, it was like when I really made a commitment to be like, all right, I'm going to start doing stand-up a lot. Yeah. And then um, you start to just learn about the, the people that are in the world and who are doing it. And somebody was like, dude, this guy, Shafir, you got to see this. It might have been Sandy Danto. <laughs> and he showed me this. Sorry. And I was like, I just fucked it. Was my, I mean, it was the one where you picked up all the illegal... <laughs> All the Mexicans outside of Home Depot, right? Yeah, and then... children said INS building. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> Holy shit. I said, I need you to fix my deck. Yo. How, how, how many the rednecks? on their like, eyes. Yeah. How many rednecks watched that and went, I've been telling you, that's what I got to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a, uh, there was a, uh, a, a white power website that, that picked it up. Oh, get out. And the, yeah, and the headline. There's was, always those weird sites yeah. that make your video go viral. Like Tumblr makes it, but yeah. like a white fucking. Yeah, they liked it. It was already sort of going, but they were like, it was whiterevolution.com. <laughs> Jesus. Could have been .org, but You're white revolution was spokesperson. Yeah, the headline was Jew boys got the right idea. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I'm not kidding. Your mom great. must have been so proud. I saw that. I was like, wow. Was that the talk of the next Passover Seder? <laughs> Did you hear our little Jew boy? And, uh, oh, the Simon Wiesenthal Center. What is Had that? Had meat. It's this What's organization to, to, to 
I don't know. It's like Jewish education. To and, keep and, Jewish and, names sounding really Jewy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of like a, what's it called? Simon Wiesenthal. Yeah. We all want to stay here. They well, had me as an example of, of uh, racism online. Really? Yeah. So yeah, in like in like a clinical way, yeah. like this is, uh, this is showing you the bad possible n- new directions that can go. Wow! Do they not realize that it's yeah. jokes? No, they didn't realize. That it's a comedian. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't they, 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 they thought you're actually just this yeah. angry Jew yeah. that, that wants to deport all Mexicans. They, they, the, the funny thing is that the comments sometimes. That's why I'm like anesthetized the comments now because I got them so early with all that. Right. But, um, yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah. The comments you get from a video like that, I can't oh, imagine anything like stand up. Yeah. Really. But it was always like. Um, doesn't he realize that he looks Jewy? <laughs> and he can't Does be in the Ku Klux Klan or whatever. And I'm like, yes, I do. Does By the way, uh, Jewy, uh, a flavor of a granola bar that was rejected yes. from, uh, from Quaker Oats. It's also really? what they used yeah. to describe Aww. Snickers bars in the first run of commercials. They were like, it's chocolatey nougat, Jewy. And they were like, okay, you know what? Maybe don't say that. <laughs> Maybe go to Chewy. Let me ask you this, just speaking yes. as another fellow Jew. Um, do you get offended when... So I've heard some people say that, like, the, first of all, just people that, that say Jew, it's like has a derogatory type of um, connotation to it. But, like, that. does I mean, it never really, like, when someone's like, that guy's a Jew, I'm like, yeah, I am. But I think it's maybe the way people the way hit you the say J. It. Yeah. If you're like, he's a Jew, I'm like, <laughs> well, don't speed yeah, it up a little it. bit, man. You could do that <laughs> with, like, it out. with, like, uh, it's like, oh, my friend, my friend Jesse, he's black. Or you yeah. could go, Jesse, he's black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, are you being so now I'm black? Curious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just you uh, emphasize like the first syllable. And even Jewy. Black. Even Jewy sounds like kinder to me. Like if somebody was like, hey man, you're Jew- you're pretty Jewy. Yeah. I'd be like, thanks, man. Yeah. I don't see his derogatory at all. No. If, like it's not like the end bomb where if other people besides blacks say it, it's because like, Right. But yeah. yeah, if you say it in a nice way. No, I don't care about Jew. Do you get people? Uh, I get this after if I mention any sort of Jewish stuff in my act. People come up and go, "Hey, man, the old Jew stuff was great. I'm a Jew too." Or, "Dude, my oh, yeah. one of my best friends is Jewish. Man, that shit was hilarious." Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> cool. say, I'm a member of the tribe, and yeah, I'm like, "Dude, yeah. people don't talk that way anymore." <laughs> I'm a member of the tribe, <laughs> fucking fifty year old slang. <laughs> yeah, I'm a member Stop of the tribe. It. Yeah, uh, and yeah, same thing. Same thing when I get off stage, people go, "Yeah, I, I, I went to school with the dwarf." <laughs> okay, it's so never I, knew, like... I knew exactly what you were talking about up there. Yeah, yeah no, did I'm you really? Sure, I, did I'm you sure think you about did. everything I talked about in my act about writing air? Planes and right. the difficulty of dangling my legs. <laughs> do you talk, do you think about that? Exactly. Uh, Ari Did and anybody I. Anybody say I used to be a midget too? That's hilarious. I was, and I was cured. <laughs> oh, they can actually do that, by the way. What? No, they cannot. Cure dwarfism. Yeah, well, it's all right. It, all right. This, this, yeah, this is what they do. Uh, they you could have a surgery to uh, lengthen your limbs. And, all your limbs. Yeah, like wh- like if, Inspector Gadget. Kinda. <laughs> go, go, gadget, anti-dwarf. <laughs> he was a dwarf, wasn't he? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it's the most painful thing I've ever seen. Uh, where they put like braces on your arms and on oh. and on your legs. They break your bone every oh. day. You turn a little knob that separates your bone like a millimeter, and then your bone grows in to try that to, day to try to match up with it. Yeah. Oh, what? and then you separate a little more and it tries to catch yeah. up again and yeah. more bone. Yeah. Whoa. And I've like people have written me going, "Hey, so you think you're gonna do it?" And I'm like. No, 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 because because how long guess, would it take to get bigger? A year, a year. What? That's it? That's not I mean, so I know long. nothing about it, but that's, that's not so long. It's not so long. A year, and you get like uh, eight, eight to nine inches. What? Eight to nine inches. That's a lot. How much? How tall are you? Four foot four. 
Yo, Brad, I think after that your first... That kicks you into five feet. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it's just like what Louie and Bill uh... Burr do with their hours, right? They throw out a new hour each year. So right. you do a new act. Add on eight, <laughs> add on eight inches. Different. Add on eight inches. Have a whole new act that's eight inches taller. How crazy that would out, that be? Eight inches taller. Is if I come back in a year going, you know all that midget shit I was doing? Nope. <laughs> no, that, fuck that. Come back in two years at 5'9". <laughs> Do all that stuff and, and see that. if it can play. <laughs> That's the true sign yeah. of a comic. And I'll see how funny it really is. Yeah. 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 See well, if it'll work without let, you. Let me tell you about being short. What, you're 5'9", <laughs> yeah. asshole? Nope. You're middle of people. <laughs> you're of average height. <laughs> Wait, do you have the same size abdomen? Uh, I do. That, no, that would stay the same? Yeah. Just your arms and legs would grow bigger? Just arms and legs. Whoa. So I've seen the dwarves <laughs> that have the surgery. They, they look like... They look like female body dwarves that were in a stretching machine, like wow. medieval, because you keep like the same head and the same like yeah. dwarf head features, and then like you just have really lanky. You would look like one arms. of those old Gumby figurines. Remember those? Oh shit! Yeah, you yeah yeah it, it, absolutely. It, it's it's really weird, and people are like, oh, but you know, because then I'll. But you don't look any better, and just be a midget, in yeah, my opinion. Just, just fucking, be that. Yeah, God, just embrace that. God put you out here for a reason. Yeah. I bet you'd be really good in a joust, though. <laughs> oh, God. With little tiny abdomen and really long limbs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you'd be so hard to fucking get. Well, sign me up, then. Yeah. Sign me up. That's pretty much the benefit of everything. It's Maybe. like the legend of that. Remember the, the midget baseball player who took, like, he could only get walks because no one knew how to. It was in, like, Strange but True yes. Stories. Yes, Eddie yes, Goodell. Yes. Was that his name? Yes. Wow. Wow. Oh, we all we yeah. all know. <laughs> we we are raised with the stories of Eddie Goodell. And He's your Sandy Koufax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's your Sandy Koufax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jews yeah. know Sandy Koufax. Yeah. Yeah. We know Eddie Goodell. It's true. Are there any Jewish basketball players? I'm always curious about this. Like, I think there are. You never... I don't know, but I'm pretty sure there are. I want to look it up now. Yeah, it's... right? I, I, like they are, just, but like, they're black. Like, <laughs> they are, but they're black Jews. <laughs> uh, black yeah. Jews. That'd be amazing. And if you had a Jewish last name, too, like Eddie... <laughs> Simowitz. Simowitz. Shinywitz. Three points by Eddie. Three points by Simowitz. Rosenblum. Uh, <laughs> Irving. Uh, now, Ari. Uh, Ari is joining me on stage. Uh, and Bill Burr and Jay Moore and oh, yeah. uh, Doug Benson and oh, yeah. Rob Delaney this Saturday at K-Rock's April Foolishness Show. Uh, Ari, this is your first time doing it? Yeah, it should Hell be great. Yeah, Dude, what a lineup. Oh, it's so good. It's a fucking unbelievable lineup. Yeah. I'm going to be there just Are jerking you? off in the corner. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting, Are you coming? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting Adam a ticket, so he's going to be backstage. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, like... I my agent snatched up all my tickets immediately. Oh, <laughs> like, really? I was like, do I even get? You're like, you did. You don't anymore. I was like, oh, what? Jesus. What is he bringing people? I guess so. Yeah. All right. But uh, when I when I did it last year, it, it was the first time. I thought that I'd go out and like watch all the comics, but yeah. you you just end up getting shit faced backstage. Really? With oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a problem with those, where it's like, oh, I should watch. I did a New Year's show with Justin Lick and Schumer and, and, and uh, Arj Barker. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and what? Benson, too. And I wanted to go out and watch, but it's like, oh, we're all it's all yeah, it's you cool people out. in the yeah, back yeah. drinking. Well, it, in, when people don't realize when you're a road comic and working a lot, these are your friends that you never see. You're not yeah. hanging out, right? So that's your... And Doug had shit tons of weed. Also, it was San Francisco, so everyone did. Oh, and there was an open bar, so Brendan was just fucking... Walsh was there, too, and he was, we were just going <laughs> for it. Like, there's no reason to stop going for it. We're all on yeah. early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're on, I think, second. Yeah. After uh, after Rob Delaney. Oh, Delaney's up first. Okay, nice. Yeah, and then uh, and then I go on after you. So we're nice. on. So yeah, so yeah. we're on. We're on early. Then we can get shit faced and party afterward. What's your tolerance? You gotta. I gotta get you. He's on my two podcast. beer bread. Can we do still do a podcast with just talking about midget stuff? 
Sure, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. Yeah, you know, I'll you, you would think you can that. exhaust it, but like yeah. every time we don't ever, maybe a few podcasts where we got like dwarf heavy, but that's because something happened where Came like up. he got dwarf hit heavy. by a bus, <laughs> or um, or which, we which is true, or we saw a car accident, you know, a, a PG Cruiser flip in front of us on the freeway driving from San Fran back to LA. PG Cruiser, yeah. And we get out running towards you know the the car and the woman sees a, a me and a dwarf running towards her, <laughs> and upside down. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm totally hallucinating right yeah, now yeah, yeah. this is my guardian angel <laughs> but like we, you know in like the last April Foolish, Foolishness show when mm. you said Stamos who was there with Saget was, is like actually afraid of dwarves yeah really yeah like legitimately Sta- Stamos was afraid and of course Saget <laughs> Like gets me and says, "Hey, Brad, come here, come here, come here." Like, and we 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 just totally like blindsided John Stamos, and and we turned around and saw me. He tried to do the whole, "Hey, I'm totally comfortable, but not." <laughs> but he was not at all. At he was like all. sweating and like. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have a picture with me and Saget and Stamos, and the look on Stamos's face is, "Get this mother really girl oh, yeah. away from me." Saget is shockingly cool. Yeah, you would think he'd be so like I don't know. What's the word? Jewy? Swarmy? <laughs> no, 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 not Jewy or swarmy. Just kind of yeah. like, uh, what, what are those people that conservative? Too conservative yeah. or just boring? What, what gives you that idea? Just his full Maybe house the show, demeanor? the two shows he did. Yeah, and always... he looks like a clean-cut guy. Yeah. Right. And then he just starts going off on the dirtiest jokes ever. And... Oh, yeah, he's been off stage. He's just, he's just a normal fuck, like, fuck around good dude. Yeah. yeah. Stamos, too, I guess. You know, the way he first, when I, he, uh, him and Jeff Ross were on a comedy show I was hosting like three years ago, and I'm bringing... I go, hey, which one of you guys wants to uh, go up next? And Bob goes, hey, man. He goes, uh, he goes uh, I'm Bob. He goes, what's your name? I go, Adam. He goes, what's your last name? I go, Ray. He goes, Ray, rhymes with gay. You ever suck dick? I go, uh, <laughs> I go no, not, not, uh, not yet, man. And then he goes, I go, so which one of you guys wants to go first? He goes, well, here's what's going to happen. Adam. He goes, you're going to bring up uh, Jeff. Then I'm going to come up on stage halfway through his set, take a shit on the stage. And Jeff is going to eat my shit, then, then start pissing and shitting out my shit. And then you'll come up on stage, clean it up, and then we're going to do a little dance. And then uh, we'll just kind of go from there. And I'm like, okay, cool. So is that like, wait, like five, ten minutes into the shit? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we'll just, I'll give you like a little like, hey, this shit's coming. Look. That was, that's the only thing I've ever, that's the only exchange I've ever had with Bob Saget. That, that, that's a great Bob Saget story. Other than. He like uh, busted into, he busted into an aristocrat's joke right yeah, there for you. Yeah. That's perfect. I uh, remember when I started here, when I was doing open mic stuff, I saw him show up with like Hardwick or something. He was friends with Hardwick. He showed up at the open mic at Westwood Bruco. The Tuesday open mic. Yeah. Really? And, um, yeah, and he had some driver in, like, a town car. I was like, he gets to drive for in town? People are like, he's on two currently syndicated shows yeah. at the same time. He's got money. That are, it's like, that's, that's, that's so, like, why would you ever drive? Isn't it yeah. kind of crazy how rare and kind of impossible that is to be on yet one hit show, but, like, to have two... I feel like I feel like the world just kind of like... Uh, Bob Saget is not working enough because he's the narrator in How I Met Your Mother... Which makes no sense yeah. because it's just the guy getting old. Like when the normal guy is thirty, he wouldn't age twenty years and then suddenly sound like Bob Saget. Yeah, right. He, he yeah. would still sound like himself. But they're like, you know, Bob Saget needs more money. So. <laughs> I can't believe he's on that. That's right. Yeah, but he's got, got a good voice. For it. Yeah, there's a ham- yeah. got a good voice for it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can do the same I thing. You're right. Oh, when I met your mo- <clears throat> sorry, uh, the f- when I met your mother. <clears throat> right. All right. Here. When I met your mother was love at first sight. You run it. Who are the actors with multiple? Who like uh, let's see, like Tony Danza, Kelsey Grammer, Ted Danson, people who have like two or three shows. Uh, soon to be maybe Whitney Cummings. Yeah, maybe? she was on two. Uh, well, because she had two broke girls and yeah, she Whitney. wasn't on that though. Right, uh, but she did have that other show, the talk show. The talk show, yeah. Man, Whitney is doing it. Saget was on Entourage a bunch too. Oh, oh really? Motherfucker. Yeah. 
love Bob Saget's killing it. He plays Bob Saget a lot and stuff. <laughs> well, because yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the, like, the character the of Bob of him, Saget yeah. is, is, is kind of like the character of uh, Tony Danza, where yeah. the, like, the, the character itself is enough. Totally. It, it, just, it just works. Uh, did, did anyone try to f- fool you guys on April Fool's Fuck Day? Yeah, I got got all the time. Oh. Did you really? Yeah, I, it's like as I go by comedians, stuff, I, by comedians, by companies online. <laughs> as I get longer and longer into my career, like I stop paying attention to days of the week or dates. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know what day, holidays. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, working. Yeah, why is the comedy store packed on a Sunday? I'm like, oh, Columbus Day. I was like, okay. <laughs> like I never would have heard that people have off the next day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I stopped knowing it was April 4th and I was just saying all this stuff and I was like, oh, wow. So what? So, wow. So-and-so is pregnant. So-and-so is getting married. So-and-so broke up. This company said they made a kettlebell in the shape of Joey Diaz's head. (laughs) And I was like, that is awesome. Uh, I got, yeah, some of the April Fool's aren't like actual, I mean, like things that, uh, I feel like it's supposed to be something that really like. Throat like pisses you off, or like somebody's like, you know, oh, I got yeah, cancer. Just kidding. April Fool. Oh, oh, fuck, you got me. Yeah, I really you, thought you no, did. No, yeah, saying saying to someone, hey, I just found out I got cancer. That's not an April Fool's joke. That's not. That yeah. you're just being a dick. Yeah, yeah you would have to go to people and say, hey, I don't have cancer, and then be like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, April Fools. Fools. <laughs> I have inoperable cancer. Whoa. Oh Jesus. Uh, now, have you guys ever pulled April Fools pranks on people? Like re- really good ones? Yeah. What was yours? What'd you do? Uh, in the fourth grade, I put a uh, whoopee cushion on my teacher's chair. <laughs> like, seriously? Yeah. That's and awesome. then I put an ice cube with a fly in it in his coffee. <laughs> Same guy. One? And that's the first time Classic. I think I've heard a teacher say, uh, what the fuck, as he was drinking his coffee. And the ice cube like went into his mouth. He was a big guy, too, named yeah. Mr. Burger. And everyone's fucking laughing. And he knew it was me because I was just, like, always trying to make people laugh and just not even paying attention. And so he, he was like, what the fuck? And he caught himself halfway through the fuck, and then he was just like, Ray! <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> he knew. Yeah, that fucking fat he head. He drank the around. fly. Well, like, it went into his mouth. And he was like, first of all, why is there ice in my coffee? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you being in fourth grade were like, yeah. he'll drink it's, the ice in his January. Hot bev- yeah. beverage. Uh, best That's one good. I ever had, it was freshman year at USC, and I was living in the dorms. And the dorms have all the rooms, obviously, like, right next to each other. Yeah. So I made up a bunch of fake eviction notices on my computer. Well, that's good. And I put them on the doors, and, and I did it to people that I knew smoked a lot of weed. So I, I said that they that that they did a random room check at some point, and they found weed. So they got to call the housing department and like get a new place to live, and shit like that. And then I made the number on the thing like call the USC housing department at this number, and that was the number to my dorm room. Perfect. So they so call you have to be that guy, and no one ever calls my dorm <laughs> except funny. for my mom. So I just answered it, USC Housing Services, and yeah, <laughs> and they're funny. no doubt baked too, so they're freaking out. <laughs> please, please, my parents are gonna kill me. I'll never smoke weed again. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. Uh, one one dude took it too far, and then like got mad at me and like started like ran down to my dorm and like threatened <laughs> to kill me. But whatever. Uh, when did you start smoking pot? Because I started pretty much in college. Oh. Oh, t- today, right before I came to the studio. <laughs> nice. Do um, you smoke every day? Uh, I mean, cup, most cup days. There's some, no, 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 I smoke every day. Yeah, there's okay. Occasionally, there's a day that goes by that I don't smoke. But I'll note it in my head. I'm like, huh, 
<laughs> and you always <laughs> seem very like to me. You never, you never seem like even because like we're on a uh, in the comedy uh, Sean Kemp's kids, oh, the comedy basketball. Yeah, what happened the other day? Wait, away. what happened? Well, so first game of the season was last. Wait, what's Sean Kemp's week. kids? It's our basketball team in the comedy in the basketball, basketball league. league. Oh, oh yeah, Shafir and I, Jeff Dye, Brian Moo, Jeff Keith, Paul Morrissey. There's three Jews Santino. on your team. Yeah, Andrew Santino. We have a uh, Johnny Loquasto. We have a great team. We, we a look, always a look heavy. Team, fine. <laughs> Jeff keep leading the way. Yeah, shit, uh, <laughs> that's awesome, man. But we, uh, we, we always we we get far. We play well, and then we just um, in these playoffs. Yeah, but we lost years. the first game of the season. We're up twenty nine seventeen in the comedy store. Oh, so, so doing well. So you guys play the comedy store. You guys play other comedians. Uh-huh. Yeah, like yeah. The improv as a team, and then now they it's folded. Just, oh, did they really? They fold. They couldn't get their league fees up together. Oh, I, I, I would think the comedy union would have the best team. <laughs> Probably. Well, <laughs> tell, we, tell, we, tell our viewers who the comedy union is. Comedy union is the uh, urban club uh, in black. Los Angeles. Black. The black club. The yeah. black club. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe fucking take it easy with that first letter there. Don't hit it so hard. Yeah, for a while, the comedy store was like the first team to have a team in a rec league, and then we uh-huh. added a second team. And then we said, let's just get a whole league. So right. the comedy store was like the grandfathering team. And um, we had a rule. I started on that team. We had a rule for a while of no blacks <laughs> on the team. Did you really? We let Jerry Minor be a sub once in a while. <laughs> but then other people would ask, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to have you, but we have a no blacks rule. <laughs> but you'll, you'll come to games. I'm assuming every game high, yeah? Yeah, I get high in the car before. And you play well. and you, I, Fundamentally for, sound. Dude, I was just going to say, the few times I've played really stoned, yeah. I think I can do moves that I don't think twice about not trying. Right. Like, I'm just like, I'm fucking, because you just feel so free. I'm like, I'm like, I for sure can fucking, you know, do this turnaround jumper over three guys or like do a jump <laughs> step. Like, I, I see myself doing a Dr. J move, like, from half court. I mean, it's just. Really? Like, I just you, you got a sweet like um, uh, baby jump hook. I got a I got a sort of mini jump hook with like I always manage to fall afterwards. Yeah. So it, like if there's a possible foul call, it'll yeah. get called. And you yeah. have great Master footwork, flopper. great pivots. There are times though when the stoniness does come out when you'll take like nine steps before oh, yeah. you shoot a layup, and it's like okay, I'm he's not, high as fuck. The whistle, I'm like I'm not even yeah, shooting. Here you go, right? Yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. Oh, you should have called that two steps ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> has has anyone had a, has anyone had an injury on the court that was like that uh, guy on Louisville? Oh, nothing like that. Like, Jesus. Uh, did you did Renazisi? Uh, did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, why would you do? Why would you do that to yourself? I had it right. Oh God, I don't want to see the it. reaction from. You haven't seen it? No, I ref- no. Yeah, I'm, we got to show Brad. Right I've never here. seen. I I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see the Joe Theismann leg break. I've never seen the Joe Theismann. Have you leg seen break Two ever. Girls One Cup? Oh yeah, of course. All right. Well, that, <laughs> how can you watch Two Girls One Cup but you yeah. can't watch a leg break out of a? I don't know because I think Two Girls One Cup is obviously something that yeah. would never happen to me. That's but not true. But the, the breaking leg of somebody who's 6'5"? Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. It's that could like, happen if a giant black man lands on me. Man. Then my leg could shatter. The reaction from his team is really what, like, set it off for me. Because it was – and apparently you hear his reaction. He's like, I didn't think it was that bad. Then Patino's like, you're cool, you're cool. And then his eyes just fucking lit up. And, and he's like, team. I saw – he goes, I saw Patino's eyes. And I was like, oh, this ain't good. Well, they all moved away. Yeah. Like, they were, yeah. like, afraid of getting it. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like, it was like they were watching sure. a Saw movie in, like, the Magic Johnson theaters. They were all just like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Like, they all just fucking – 
Yeah. They all like lean back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Um, <laughs> but but that but that but that's what happens sometimes when you get hurt because you don't realize that you're hurt. No. Yeah. I, I, well, I broke my ankle. Yeah, he seemed totally fine. Yeah. yeah. Do you know I broke my ankle uh, playing in the? Did you ever play in that outdoor league in Beverly Hills uh, at that elementary school? I have played. Yeah, this was like Ben Glebe. Uh, three years ago, yeah. you did this, right? Yeah, three years ago now. Three years ago. Yeah. And Sam Tripley is trying to give me an outlet pass, and I'm running down the court, and I'm running to my. Oh, left. sweet Jesus! Have you seen the picture? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! That bone is sticking. Yeah, out. that right was out. on TV. And he said he didn't for a couple feel replays, it. and they say, "Hey guys, no more replays." Y- yeah. They came Yet they'll fast. show uh, numerous uh, pieces of footage of the uh, rice coach throwing basketballs at the kids' heads. Nice. Do I they know. show that a lot? Have you, yeah. I I personally think any clips of the Honey Boo Boo family is a little more offensive yeah. than that. But sort of. Da- da- put it he away, Ari. What are you doing yourself? You like seeing that? Oh, you can really see it uh, through the skin, like it. <laughs> yeah, by the way, that just reminded me, speaking of Two Girls, One Cup, of I think Ari and I's like, first interaction. Who was it? Watching you, Two Girls, One Cup? Yeah, we watched it together and became you instant did? friends. No, no, no. You sent me a message through YouTube um, when that was a way to actually contact people. And you said, because uh, I remember I went up to you, at the con- this is when I was just starting, but I would see you at the comedy store, and I was yeah. doing Sundays and Mondays. And you sent me a message being like, hey, that Kermit the Frog, because I did the Kermit reacts to Two Girls, One Cup. Oh yeah, the frog watches it and then jerks off to it, and it, it was like one of the big reaction ones with Joe's and whatever. It got like you know eight million hits or whatever, and you were like that Kermit video was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and that's all you put. Oh yeah, it's like good job. And so I went up to you at the comedy store and I was like, hey, because I knew who you were. I fucking was. A big oh, that fan. was you who did the Kermit yeah. the frog reaction video. Yeah. Oh wow. So then I went up to you and I was like, hey man, <laughs> yeah, I go, I like that one. I go, oh, I go, I go. You send me a message about the Kermit thing. I go, thanks man. I go, yeah. And I started talking like about it, and it was just like a comic. You, you know, like any young comic that just comes up and you're like, yeah, cool man. No, it's funny. You're like, I'm about to go up. I go, oh, cool man. And I just didn't get socially that like, hey man, stop talking to the guy who's about to go up on stage because <laughs> so, the fact that you were engaging with me. And a comic that I didn't know at the store was making me go. And you, I'm like, oh, you're getting ready to go? I go, yeah, are you going to talk about it? And then you just kind of go, eh, man, I got to go. And then you start walking up and I go, oh, cool, <laughs> I'm man. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Talk later after yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing that gives you a social out. You, can't, you don't have to, no matter who you're talking to, like, I got I to gotta go. Oh, yeah. Like, they're bringing me up. It's like, forget this conversation. I'm leaving now. Shows, yeah. too, right? I mean, there's the whole, like, I got to show, getting out of plans and stuff. I mean, it's really... Yeah. Uh, I, I I did that today to somebody. I got a podcast. <laughs> uh, I I got I forgot I got I got I got a show. I can't hang out tonight. It's Sorry. the best. Ah, it's the best out ever. <laughs> it's because because yeah. they because they can't argue with it. Like we have like if if you're a male comic, that's your version of when a woman calls you up and says, "Hey, I can't go out to dinner tonight. I'm on my period." Because as a guy, you're like, "All right." Yeah, what are you going to cool. be like, prove it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prove it. Send girls, me a picture right now. I didn't think girls used to lie about that, but girls lie a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, because they know like, it's their out. The per- I'll just tell you by percentages. The percentage of first dates that are on their period is shockingly high <laughs> 90%. compared to other. Yeah, because we just chose that date at random. Yeah. Right. It just happens to be. Now, because <laughs> yeah. it, it used to be girls would just like, okay, I don't want to sleep with a guy on the first date, so I, so I just won't shave my legs. Okay, I won't shave right. my legs, then I that's will stop myself. That's stopping <laughs> anything to hold us back. Yeah. Like, all right, well, yeah. it's not ideal. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, like they ever thought the guy would be like, well, there's tits and a vagina, but what are these fuzzy legs? Yeah, like, yeah. No, who gives a shit? I have a calf fetish. This is not working <laughs> out. My first girlfriend was a feminist. She didn't shave her legs. So I'm like, that's cool. I don't care. Yeah, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Like at, I mean, I'd rather have nice, smooth legs, but that's like, they ain't gonna be a deal breaker. But also, how hairy? Like, yeah. she just let him go. 
Wow. So like, was it like as Adam Ray's legs? As they would get. No, nobody's as hairy as Adam Ray's legs. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you saying? The- <laughs> No, 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 Nothing. I just wanted to fucking. I was hoping some sort. Of, I mean, that was like the magic, like you know, the the sentence of the day, and a big fucking balloon and streamers <laughs> would go off. Nobody's as hairy as Adam Ray's legs. <laughs> man, 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 and an alarm goes that's off. That's the phrase that pays. <laughs> yeah, that's the phrase that pays. <laughs> Woo! Jesus, you win. <laughs> this uh, this uh, girlfriend of yours, she didn't shave anything. Oh no, her pits would be like sometimes. Oh god, I and feel like it's pits or legs. You yeah, can't the, do both, man. The pits would be weird because when her arms were down, it's fine, and she had right. her, uh, no, her arms were fine, normal. Uh, the legs were hairy, but the pits I didn't see. But then when she pick them up, that oh was like, dude, there's something that one was about hard the, to get the over. arm going yeah. up. It's almost I think because the legs you can see the at pit, all times. The, the reveal of the armpit hair. When you don't know it's that, there, that's yeah, like that's a fucking it. bad magician trick. <laughs> and you're just like, I want my money back. And uh... you know, we've been completely socialized to think that way. There's nothing natural about that, about, about us being grossed out by I armpit know. hair. Oh, sure. Every girl grows it naturally. <laughs> and yeah. We're like, we're like, shave that shit. We're like, ugh. Get well, rid of it. Yeah, no, it's the same way with women in uh, uncut cocks. They're oh, just, yeah. Yeah, they're like, that. What? They're like, ew, not circumcised. Like, oh. what? Ew, that's how they come. Yeah. That's 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 <laughs> what that's, that's the that's the original package. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, that's sorry. That's just how it goes. So, you know, uh, you're, you're you're right though. It, it is the exact same thing where we've been to- and it's it's weird how that sort of thing kind of changes because it used to be back in the day like big girls were considered yeah. way sexier yeah because it was like a, a, a health thing yeah then they got magazines and that shit went out <laughs> <laughs> sorry big girls your day is done wait we're like wait that's an option <laughs> yeah <laughs> you si- better shape up si- yeah. <laughs> size twos are available yeah. holy shit yo you had a joke in uh, in in the special about uh, can I can I yeah, reference yeah. it uh, about smelly fat. Right smelly about, fat about pe- about the um the type of fat where like you were saying that people that like well the girl you had one arm oh yeah and how she stunk oh yeah she stunk so bad it was like and, and you're like I think it was just like you get so fat at one point where you can't like wash fat people smell under yeah you can't get underneath certain places <laughs> and then you're like in the one arm and you're like in the one arm thing didn't help <laughs> um I think that's true though yeah yeah you, you can you you can't that's, get to that point well it's like you gotta go under and up it's like you could reach the the sodas in a in a in a soda machine if you go straight through the glass but you can't go up and under because then your arms aren't long enough <laughs> that way. That's a tough move. That's how they get you. Ari, uh, I'm curious when when did you when did you really start doing stand up? I started after college. Mm-hmm. I graduated. I didn't want to get a job. <laughs> I did it once in college a couple mm-hmm. years before I graduated just to try. I did some open mic in, in Northern Virginia. And um, is it, is is that where you're from? I'm Maryland. But, you know, oh, same right, region, yeah. I guess. And I uh, didn't tell any of my friends. I told them I was doing it, but I didn't tell them where I was going. Wore a three-piece suit. Yeah. Wore the suit on stage. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know what you had Well, to do. you know what? Good for you for not telling all the friends, because that's, like, the number, like, one of the top mistakes that young, like, comics make is, like, their first or second time on stage. Oh, yeah, like, they tell everyone, like, oh, come on, support me, because, yeah, I want people in the audience <laughs> to laugh. It's like, no, because you suck at this right now. Yeah. That's why nothing is easier than a bringer show. Because their standards are just dropped. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, this is what we're going to expect. These guys who have done it twice ever. <laughs> and then you get somebody who's done it at least five times, let alone ten years or five years. And have it's you, like, oh. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Have you ever poked your head in on some of those bringer shows at the store and seeing, like, the people, though, just going nuts for some of these people who are doing it, like, for the second time? Yeah. And they're just, yeah. 
It's I mean, you know, obviously you want the support. You need you need those shows on a certain level, but it's like it's it's um Those people it makes me feel nice and also gross at the same time. Yeah, totally. Like when I come into the store and they're all in the front patio at the end, you know, they come out from the belly from yeah. the main room, they hang out at the front patio and you walk in to go to the original room and you just hear them go, I thought you were the best one. You're just like <laughs> God all right, all that. Uh, that's yeah. It, 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 so, it's at what point? Creates such a false sense of security for the guy. Because like, so, oh, so I'm really, really funny. Like, well, yeah, yeah, you're really, really funny when you have ninety of your friends in in the in the room. Yeah. Oh yeah, you. the worst thing to do is to follow the main bringer at a bringer show. Oh yeah, because as soon as he's off, they're all, all friends talking leave. to him, giving like leave. high fives, yeah. yeah. carrying him off, talking about what just happened. <laughs> him off. You can't yeah. get any attention. Reciting his bits. You're just yelling at his friends for your set. Yeah, just shut the shut the fuck up. Get <laughs> out of the room. Yeah, we get it. Ken was great yeah <laughs> oh great bit about girlfriends <laughs> yeah. do you guys prefer to follow a guy that's just like crushed it or a guy that just kind of ate it because i've heard comics have a preference of either i when i started it was obviously always the guys who ate it yeah. it was easier sure but then people started saying like no you want somebody who's done real well to yeah. set the room for you but i just don't i'm not, not I, sure yeah. that's true yeah. <laughs> i don't think anybody really likes that better no, no. you wanted a little warm shirt sure. but you, you you don't want crickets for twenty minutes. Yeah, but if it's a long night, if it's not if you're like headlining, you definitely want them like warmed up. If you're doing a long yeah. set, you want somebody at least doing fifteen twenty minutes sure. for you. But like, yeah, like a long shows when it's like fifteen different people. Yeah, somebody crushes in front of you. They're just they're not li- looking at you. They're yeah, not even no. paying attention no. to you, especially in those fifteen minute increments. Right? Yeah, sure. have there have there been nights at the store? Because you've been a regular at the store now for how long? And going up in the OR. Probably uh, probably nine years. I think September of 2003. Or four. The original room is what I mean by that, yeah. which I guess is, is um, the, the, the regarded as the, the most store. difficult room in, in, in the world. Would you agree with that? It's one of them. I don't like using words like the most. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it implies it's less or more like, yeah. deserving of having that. Of course. Depending on what other room. But ha- has there been a set in your time there where, because obviously a lot of um, 2003, September. great people pop in and just on the bill all the time. Yeah. great people. But has there been somebody you followed? Maybe yeah, once, now that we once just... um, Freddie Soto, when he was still alive. Do you ever meet him? You yeah, I did. When he was yeah, I ju- I really just started like right like right before he passed, and I saw him, I saw him perform a couple times. Amazing yeah. live. He was a crusher. He was yeah. like you know the way you see Caparulo now. Just oh really? Like, you know uh, he was that, but he was just like about to like break. He was always getting deals like every other year Shit. then, and just like about to, but um but just crush. And then they heard I was doing well, three years in, two years in. And so just late night one night at the comedy store, he was like, he wanted to go on and just did all his A material. <laughs> I mean, Eleanor and, and Oshak and Jordy all talked about it. They're like, go bury Ari. And so he's like, okay. <laughs> and he just buried me. I didn't know what to do or on, how to handle it. So on purpose, like, yeah. he's like, I'm going to go on stage and make sure that Ari Shafir has a bad set. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, they were all like, Freddie, do this to him. It was like a joke. I, mean, yeah. I came from a place of love. It was fine. Okay. But man, I ate. I think I was saying I could follow anybody. I think I was really being real vocal about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> to bring him I'll there, kill off anybody. And they're like, all right, we'll see. <laughs> what was the? What did you open with? I like, don't remember. Yeah, it yeah. was all. He, 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 so he tried bad. to forget everything about that set. There, there's, and that's a, a cool part about this business is that it does have the ability to humble you instantly, instantly. Because they're like, no matter how much you talk and say that you're funny and oh, I crush every time. You do a couple of jokes that don't hit. Yeah. All right. There's there proof am. right there. And yeah. you, you can't you can't get around it. Uh, I remember one time I was bragging to someone that i had like oh yeah i, I got a killer 30 minutes and this is right when i was i had 15 if yeah. that and someone made me go on stage for 30 minutes and it was made very obvious to oh. me that it was like oh wow i do suck at this okay we used to not like guys when we worked at the the 
store, the comedy store, and the, the sound booth. Yeah. And people are like, I'll fucking crush it up there. I've been funny <laughs> since high school. You know, it's, it's always black people. <laughs> black. <laughs> black people. God, it's so much worse. Yeah, it's, so, like it's, that. It's, really, it's It really is. But it was just... almost always black people. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, three minutes, the light's over there. Don't, you know, 30 seconds once the light comes on, but keep going until it comes on. And I just wouldn't light them. <laughs> so you just let them stew in it. I mean, so at eight, nine, ten, and they're just like sweating, and bombing. <laughs> That's the best when you see someone that like has just talked all that shit and just like they're like, oh fuck. Yeah, I, I was supposed this. to go on after Chappelle when I at the, he popped in right before me oh, at man. the store, but he ended up doing and he kept get, about to get off, mm-hmm. and I was basically it was gonna be you know people after me had left, so it was just me and then maybe one other person was there, like Benji or somebody. Yeah, and um, he kept getting ready to get off. And it was pretty packed. And he had done like an hour and a half. And people, and it was one of those ones where he was kind of like, you know, he had a couple great moments, but he's just sitting there talking for a while. So there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of big laughs. But people were still fucking engaged and all about it. And I'm sitting there being like, how the fuck? Like, what am I going to, like, what's the first thing I'm going to say? What am I going to do? And he kept right. about to get off. And then I fucking, he'd be like, well, I got to get out of here and wrap it up and jet. And then he'd <laughs> look over. Like- yeah. And I'm like on the corner. And then like, it was an emotional roller coaster because I was up and down like 20 times. Like being like, okay. And then I'm going to say this. And then he'd do something else. And maybe he'd reference something I was going to say. So yeah. I was like, okay, I can't open with that now. <laughs> and then he'd. Oh, yeah. He's so worried about like, so how worried. am I going to do this? And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm, what am I going to say? I'm going to be like, oh, give it, like, how am I going to phrase giving it up for Chappelle in a way of, you know, am I going to be really like, God, that was amazing. He's my foot. You know, how much am I going to give attention to what just happened? Yeah, because then you give away your power by saying like, come on, guys, that was a big, that's everyone always, it's a big star. Now, now now nobody. No, yeah, you can't. Well, how do I follow that? I'm all, yeah, that I was, because the last thing you want to do is seem weak to them up there, right? Like, if you're like, but you, you're weak. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, yeah, you can't let them see. He was about to get off and look over and Jeff Ross was there and then he'd be like, anyway, I got to get out of here. It's good to see you, Jeff. And he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you still in New York, man? And then just fucking another twenty-five minutes of conversation. Let me tell you about New York. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Griffin used to go on for like two, three hours sometimes, and uh, just hijack the room. And one day he did like an hour and twenty minutes. He was about to get off. And he's like, I think that's it. And then Jeff Ross in the back. I think David Taylor was going to go on. Jeff Ross in the back goes, uh, I want to hear more about whatever craziness he was talking. I want to hear more about that thing. And then he just went on for another hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he started on that and then just kept going. And then after like 20 minutes of that, Jeff Ross looked over to David Taylor and was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was just making a joke. I didn't yeah, yeah. realize. It's, it's always the black comedians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, with your Storyteller show that you're going to do for Comedy Central Digital, obviously yes. that, that came from the Storyteller show you did at the Improv, right? Yeah, this is not happening. It's what it's called. Uh, I love it. How, many, how, how long have you been doing stand-up? 14 years in May. All right. Now, you've probably uh, accumulated enough stories of your own from all the travels and just fucking, I mean, traveling with Rogan, going to every city and just being at the store, being in L.A. But, like, do you feel like what uh, propelled you wanting to do a a show where you're interviewing comedians about? Well, here it's not not really interviewing them. We just all do a story on the same subject. Right. So the first one we did, here's when it was. You're the moderator, more or less, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'll fuck around with them on stage and ask questions afterwards. But it's just let them do their story and then. All following the same theme? More yeah. Or less? Okay. So the first one we did, I had, I had just taken mushrooms somewhere, and I was talking <laughs> Good about start. It. You like yeah. mushrooms. Yeah, I love mushrooms. <laughs> like on, <laughs> a, on, a, list, on yeah. a list of things that you love, Yeah. where would boobs, mushrooms, and comedy, and friends fall? Out of those four. a thief of joy. I don't like to compare. <laughs> all right. I like them all. Does great sayings fall on that list of things you great love? Great sayings, yeah. Uh, Shroom Fest this year. There's an international mushroom festival. Oh, my God. What's Shroom Fest? Shroom Fest is an international mushroom festival happening all over the world. This is Were a, they on 
the great vegetable that nobody likes on their salad. So people all over the world take mushrooms. Wow. Oh my same God. time. Yeah. On a who, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Who's who's the governing body behind this? Please I'm, tell me it's taking place at Disneyland. It's ta- <laughs> it will be taking place at Disneyland. You fucking kidding me. It out. takes place everywhere. Wherever you are and mushrooms oh, are. Oh, okay. So it's not it takes place. I was thinking it was one designated like tent. It's more like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Oh, okay, so everyone Where, just goes wherever out you to are, yeah. wherever Now, how does that become a day? Does some, does some fucking it's a, it's guy... It's a three-day weekend because shroom people are all about responsible drug use. So if you got a big <laughs> wedding on Saturday, wait till Sunday or Monday. Hilarious. <laughs> if you got a job interview on Monday, take them Saturday. Right, so you just... need to recoup. <laughs> you do need time to recoup. I've been oh, yeah. twice. a day in between something yeah. major. Yeah, you wow. definitely do. You... This, is, this is good. I'm going to tell you one of my mushroom stories. Well, hold on. June 22nd, 23rd, and 24th this year. 2013. Okay, go it's ahead. Mushroom Fest. It's Shroom Fest. Yes. All but, right. but let's say, but back to the show though. How did like so you said the first show you did? Oh, so I I was talking to Eric Abrams who used to book the yep. improv. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he was telling me about I was telling him that and he was telling me about going on mushrooms and going bike riding to the Coachella concerts, oh, like having a bike. And the guy could tell he was on stuff, and he's like, "No, you can't leave your bike here. You got to do it there unless you like give me money." And the guy was like, "I don't have any money." He was like, "Give me some of what you're on." And Eric was like, oh, and he got freaked out and drove on. And I was like, dude, all these people have cool mushroom stories. Yeah. Like, can we just do a show in the lab just for the art of it? Just do mm-hmm. a show where everyone just tells mushroom stories. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. And I know you don't have that lab booked every night. It was early on when they made the lab. Yeah. Right. And uh, it's like, yeah, we the can lab, do that. The lab is the side room to the uh, Hollywood Improv. Yeah. It's like it's gone now, maybe. though, right? Yeah. Well, it's not going to be the same. They're man. doing some reconstruction there. But it held like 90 people max. If reconstruction. That. You're right. Max. No, it was like 50. Yeah, and uh, reconstruction is the right way to put it because it's going to look way worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like those women who get that surgery. Well, be like, you look now. different, but worse. Yeah, I asked you to give me veneers. You gave me a dick. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a woman that talks like this. I'm already not doing well. I sound I can, I can like really, a dude. I can really use those veneers. With hairy legs. Yeah. I can use those veneers. All right. So. so he wanted to do, instead of just mushrooms, he wanted to do all psychedelic drugs. And I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And so Dylan Brody told a story about peyote. And, and Marin came. And he did, a, I think, a mushroom story. Mm-hmm. He had a Steve nice AG drug had run, a, got, he? got laced. Yeah. He's, he's sober. Yeah. Um, Joey Diaz told one about Jesus. doing some stuff and going to like see, uh, I think the Grateful Dead. I think there were a couple Grateful Dead stories. Oh my God. That's yeah. Good. That's always good. I'd see, I'm just, I've never done mushrooms. I've, ne- I've never really? done it. And oh, I'm, dude, why not? Because yeah. I'm like. I'm, Obviously, take a half dose to start. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, not even it's joking. Like, like you want to make sure it doesn't. Well, no, because the, the first time I ever did uh, uh, edibles, I made the mistake of like, Eating it, nothing happened. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take another thing, and then literally, it, <laughs> it got the to the point mistake. where I would close my eyes, and I was in my own house. I would close my eyes. I would still be able to see everything perfectly. Really? Yeah, and wow. I would, I'd be walking around my house, and I could hear my friend going, "Your eyes are closed. How are you not running into anything?" <laughs> <laughs> you sense it all. So, so that's wow. how fucking powerful. Dude, the edibles thing, was. and for me, the edibles is always that's a, the problem. You just eat so much that then I don't, is it the, the pot gets in your bloodstream quicker because the heart attack thing is always like. Oh, here's what you gotta know. If you feeling like your heart's gonna burst out of your chest, here's what you gotta know. That nothing bad will happen to you oh, on a pop. Yo, like but you, that's nothing so... bad will happen. So anything your, t- your mind is saying, like, um, oh, you're going to die, you're going to overdose, your heart might pop, just say, but remember when I was sober, I said that n- it will never cause oh, physical damage to you. Done, man. 
Wow. And so this is just the drug talking. I was at Disneyland freaking out, right? <laughs> on a pot I, cookie? Yes, dude. I had, well, like three pot cookies. And I literally, I walk up. a great place to go on mushrooms. Dude, I fucking, I spent like $1,000 on frozen bananas. And I was just like, because I thought at one point if I ate like 20, I was going to fucking calm down. Because, you know, you trick yourself frozen into bananas, certain, yeah. certain frozen logic. bananas will do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of all the food there, you, you yo, could have gone churro. I, yo, at one point. <laughs> and the lady sell them to you. was like, this guy's so high. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you just walk up. Just, I'll take 20. 20 frozen bananas. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I went up to, um, who was it, Winnie the Pooh or Captain Hook? I went up to one of those guys, and I was like, uh, I was like, because I was just freaking out, and I was like, hey, man, where's your first aid? Because I was a theme park character. I played Wolverine sure. over here at Universal, so I'm like, I know there's not a person in there, or not a real, uh, it's not right. really Captain Hook, so let me just try to find out where I am, because I couldn't, there was no, like, employees walking around. So I go, hey, man, uh, I'm fucking freaking out. Where's the first aid thing? And Winnie the Pooh or whatever just gives me one of those big Disney, like, like with the big <laughs> open know. arms, like, I don't know. And I was like, hey, man, break the fourth wall. My heart's about to first pop out of my chest. Aid. Yeah, you'd think when they say first aid, you'd be like, okay, this guy is real. You should do something. And, and then he kind of did, like, still in character, like, big gestures, like, follow me. Like, over here. And he pointed, he pointed over there. And I didn't know where he was pointing. Is there a doctor in the house? Hey, let's see if it works like this. Winnie, he's a poo. (laughs) That fucking bear. (laughs) Bear. That works. Uh, So... So if 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 I were to if I were to do mushrooms, Ari, yeah. do you do you have any tips for me? Um I'm all about dosing people properly. Okay. That's what I'm all about. Do it with friends, right? drug use. Based yes. off my two experiences, I know you gotta be with a group of people you're comfortable with. So that first time is really kinda like because you don't really know how it's gonna go. It's like when you're a kid, like, you know, when you see Disney World it seems so big because you've got nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Right. So that first trip will be I, but I'm worried I, what what's your alcohol tolerance? Not two beer bread. Yeah, two beer bread. I, is it like half of what I drink two beers, I'm drunk. Okay. I'm yeah, I get a buzz off two beers. If oh, I no, drink I'll, four, I'm drunk. Uh, yeah, two, I'm shit-faced. Okay. So, yes. Well, then maybe take, maybe I would say take like a gram of dried mushrooms. Okay. And put it in a sandwich. And do it either with a really good friend, mm-hmm. and he's doing it too, and let him take two grams. Okay. If it's a, you know. Some, so it'd be in a safe environment? <laughs> yeah. Uh, an empty stomach. If you want to do them around your apartment, that's totally cool. If you mm-hmm. want to do them out in the woods somewhere, that's totally cool. Some yep. people don't like to be around people. I don't mind because nobody knows you're on mushrooms. They'll be really? fine to walk around. Except Nobody for knows. the paintings that are looking at you. <laughs> no, they don't. It's not like that. They'll just all swim. Like, you'll be looking at these sound barriers, and yep. it'll start, like, moving. Like, it'll just, it'll look like it's, you know, like a marquee oh, yeah. moving up and down. Yo, my buddy had a painting of, like, those, like, cartoony jazz-type lounge guys. Uh-huh. And one of them's pouring a martini yeah. into, like, a, a glass. Yeah. And to me, the martini was pouring right onto the floor. I started cleaning where I thought the martini was. I was, like, wiping oh, wow. it up. Oh, yeah. My buddy's like, yo, what are you doing, man? I was like, well, he's pouring your, the drink on your floor. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm being very helpful yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Why are you fucking yeah. attacking me while I'm freaking out? <laughs> stuff like this, like an oak design, that will all swim. And yeah. Stuff. That's hilarious. A lot of swimming. Yeah. Okay. But you'll be fine. You'll just laugh a lot. You laugh right. a lot. You'll cry. Carboni, I cry. my friend Pete Carboni said he was at, uh, he was doing it in Vegas at a casino. Okay. With Moses Robinson and a, a couple other old comics. and uh, Jew, right? Moses Robinson? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he said Moses was looking at a, he came upon him and Moses was looking at a video poker machine and just laughing. Just laughing. <laughs> and Pete came up and was like, what are you laughing about? And Moses just pointed at the video poker machine and Carboni turned his head to like follow his finger. And then just start laughing. I'm like, oh. And oh, they yeah. just started like, now cracking we know. Up. There's two queens. Yeah, uh, you'll probably have a great laughing time. It catches right. you off guard. Yeah, when I, I did it at Will Rogers State Park. Yeah. You know where that is? 
like uh-huh, sunset. Yeah, yeah, down sunset. And we walked down to like this That's creek cool area. Place. It was awesome. We walked down to this creek. Uh, later, we find out there were signs right past where we walked that said, <laughs> "Don't go past this area. Lime disease and ticks all over the place. Mountain lion oh, really? posters." Anyway, all right. Oh, yeah. that's, that's exactly. We're what down there. Yeah. About mushrooms. We find yeah, this spot. <laughs> <laughs> we find this spot. We're all sitting there, and uh, and all of a sudden, just all off in our own worlds and listen to music. And I pulled out gummy uh, worms at one point. Yeah. Which fucking, we're swimming in the bag, and everyone's eating them and just fucking, you know, having a great time. All of a sudden, nice. I'm sitting closest to where there's like a little a roundabout, and these two people start walking towards us, and I'm mm-hmm. like, God. Guys, guys, because we've been by ourselves for like four hours. I'm like, sure. there's fucking people coming. So my buddy's like, you got to say something to him. One of them comes around the corner, and I go, uh, I go, uh, I go, hey, what's what's going on? Did you did you did you guys need to fuck? Like, I'm like, I'm gonna have to be the one to welcome these people <laughs> to our area. So I go, did you guys? Need? And then I just start laughing, and everybody starts laughing. And the guy and his wife, they're like, you guys are on some fucked up shit. <laughs> and then she goes, well, you're in luck because there's a really cool fence that we just saw right up the hill. And one of everybody's like, a fence? He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you guys more fucked up than we are. And he's like, hey, it's a piece of history, man. He's like, we thought you'd like to go see some cool shit because you're on. Some fucking crazy drugs, and we all just keep laughing at them. And then one of my buddies goes, "Oh, offense! Holy shit!" And the guy goes, "Fuck you guys, man!" and just storms off. Wow. Yeah, oh it was. Boy. It was like. So this is the intense. kind of stuff I have to look forward to. Ah, uh, it was. But we all we were laughing so like it wasn't threatening because we were just in such a good mood. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do them after April Foolishness because I have that because I have that hotel room at the Sheraton. I'll just do them there. Yeah. Or do them. Oh, Before I've done the them show. here. I've done them at Universal. Oh, really? Because all the big signs and stuff. Oh, yeah. I okay. went to see um, Alice in Wonderland here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> here, here's what you should know, though. I, okay. I wrote a primer for this, for sh- mushrooms. Nice. If you just look for Ari Shafir and, and, and mushrooms, it should come up. Okay. But um, it's just everything you need to know. So mm-hmm. if no matter how, if it's going, the worst case scenario is that you have a bad trip. Okay. And all that means is you'll have a bad five or six hours. There'll okay. be no lasting damage. Like, mm-hmm. this will end. At midnight, if you took them at five or six, okay. Should it be you know? outs- outside or inside? Go wherever you want. People like different things. I've done them around people, like a Universal, and I've also done them like out in the woods. Don't drive. Don't drive. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not <laughs> early <laughs> on. <laughs> Some <laughs> people do. I'm Didn't like, Dan Madonia? I heard like end up going out like buck naked in the yeah, street, he ran and getting arrested. Yeah, you know, to try to find uh, <laughs> to, he, to find Benji. But Benji had left like two hours ago. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna find this guy, and he ran out. And he was like, he's gone, and he was naked. Why Somewhere was he naked? else in the city. I don't, on, on fucking Fountain, like Fountain in Fairfax at noon. He got arrested within seven minutes. It's like you can't be naked there. (laughs) You can't be naked there. Those are white people. They don't allow that (laughs) shit. (laughs) Uh, And so it just, and if you start having bad thoughts, just also have in your mind to tell yourself, like, this is just a drug. Let's just calm down and be like, it's just overpowering me. And you can actually ask the mushrooms, be like, hey, I need you to take it down a notch. Wow. And that really really works. Really? Like, hey, mushrooms, I need you to take this back a little bit because I'm starting to get a little scared. It's all mental, isn't it? And I want to just enjoy this. Wow. Because you're hallucinating. And they'll respond to you. It works on that kind of level. What? I don't think it's like you're talking to the gods or anything, but it just has that effect. It's not just me. Multiple people have said that. Now, do you feel like, obviously, someone experienced so when people, you hear people like the first time be like, I talked to God, man. I mean, it was a tree, but he looked like God. (laughs) Yeah. Are you like, all right, you're. That's That's your synapses firing weird. That's all it is. Is that the person making a bigger deal of it or thinking they hallucinated something they didn't? Or do you think yeah. people are re- actually really having those experiences? It's like, no, it's, it's like a mirage. It's like you, you see it. You feel some of the things. On, on Salvia, people all, uh, a lot of people see their childhood homes or different things from their childhood. Oh, my God. Or the color yellow is in a all lot right. of people's like, that's just what it does to you. It yeah. also makes you lose equilibrium. Yeah. Everyone the same. Aspirin cures headaches. It doesn't mean it's God. It's <laughs> just like this <laughs> drug has this effect. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a, that 
if, if, if we do, we'll have to do a podcast the very next day. Or during. Oh, yeah, or, you should or, do that. Or during. <laughs> Maybe the next day. Go on the next day. Don't worry about being on because you're going to want to wander off. Yo, Brad, go. I'll do it with you. I haven't done it in probably seven years. Seven years? All right. Well, that'll just be another story in the Chronicles oh, of Brad yeah. Williams and Adam Ray. Yo, you got to have it in there because, <laughs> hey, man, like, there's something. Like, I'm not saying you need to bungee jump or skydive, but mm-hmm. I'd say Shrooms is an experience that's not going to. It's not going to kill you. So No, it's not. All right. Yeah. Well, you've. Uh, it's just going to open your eyes to yeah, some take, shit. Take them on an empty stomach. Uh-huh. Read that thing. Read that primer. Okay. It's about a page. Well, Ari, thank you for, thank you for doing that. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for uh, priming me for. And let me know after you did them, too. I want oh, to I know will. what your experience yeah. was. And th- th- thank you for priming me for maybe one of the best or worst decisions of my life. What, I know what, they what, had this John Hopkins study. It's up and to you. It's that people yeah. have said it is a common experience that it is one of the three most spiritual moments of their lives. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. I definitely agree with that. But even if it's not that, it's still great laughs. Even if you don't get that, don't be disappointed if it was just like a great time. No, I was going through a breakup at the time, and I definitely like w- just fucking had a lot of clarity. And mm-hmm. I was looking up at the sky, and like the sun hit like a leaf a certain way that made me go, you know what? I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, it gives you this <laughs> okay. understanding of all things. Yeah. Oh sure, right after that, I looked down, and hair was growing out of my hand really fast because I thought I was turning into Wolfman. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> and the only way for me, and here was my reasoning, ready? Every time I looked at my hand, the hair would grow faster, and I was like, I'm morphing into Wolfman. So I had to look away to make it stop. And my reasoning was, I can't morph into Wolfman because I don't have to fight crime. And I can't fight crime because I'm tripping with my friends. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) And I can't leave my friends because we came together as a group and I drove. (laughs) I can't just leave and be like, hey, I'll be back. And then I was like, what am I going to tell them when I go fight crime? I can't let them know that I'm doing this. Willie Hunter, I mean, if you worry (laughs) – Willie Hunter had – we went to Malibu Creek State Park Mm -hmm. last time and he had a bad – it was his 26th birthday and he thought he was with drug addicts doing drugs and he just felt bad about it. And he wandered off and hitchhiked. To a McDonald's, <laughs> and then Matt Edgar was calling him, and Willie was like, "Listen, man, I think it's time we go our separate ways. Our paths crossed, and As now friends? they're not anymore." Yeah, <laughs> definitely wow. that night. But he was like, "Overall, yeah. like I just, I'll see you around." And uh, he laughs about it now. It's yeah, like the yeah. worst case scenario. Yeah. It's like, what was I on? Yeah, and everyone has fun. Like it was hilarious. Oh, There's boy. really no bad lasting. Well, you've uh, you've convinced me, Ari. Uh, where, where where can people find your special light again? Uh, chill.com. And it's called it's what? It's called Passive Aggressive. Yeah, it's why going on a route like that? Is it the whole... Because Comedy Central and those companies never, ever called me. And also, I don't really <laughs> so like their nuts. aesthetic, and I don't like commercials in the middle of your stand-up, so it's like... Best We're also kind of heading that way. We're heading that way. Yeah, just everyone... What Louie did thing. is, uh, I mean... I made a 72-minute special. There was no, like, it has to be 44 awesome, or 59. Dude. It was like, it'll be when it's done. Commercials suck, too, man. It's like, it really breaks the flow. It's like, uh-huh. can you imagine doing a set at the comedy store and then being like, I'll be right back and just walking Somebody off stage? Somebody pointed out. This is what stand-up is. Like, if, yeah. Even if you tape a special, you have a warm-up guy, maybe or an opener, and then you tape for an hour. Okay. Or even in, like, if you're doing six comics, you have a, a, an MC. And then you keep bringing people up. You, you don't say, ha- that guy was great. Everybody, we'll be back in three minutes <laughs> for the next comic. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Let's just go. Just, yeah, the show's going. Build the momentum. Perfect. I, were you happy with it? Yeah, I loved it. I loved the way it looked. I was really glad. Yeah. They, give, they should give all the comics control. Let's shoot the way they want. Well, a lot of them are, right? I mean, a lot of people More are, and more. Mm-hmm. David Tell should shoot something in a bar. I know. That's yeah. the right thing for him. I know. Perfect. Do you... Let me ask you this. We didn't get to this real quick. I know we're trying to get out of here, but yeah, when you first got out here and you started doing stand-up, who were like the people that were that you were like looking up to, um, or that you became friends with and kind of really yeah. got you going? I never had cable, so I didn't know any of the bigger guys. I just okay. discovered as I was whatever was on late night TV or um, like Carson or whatever. Or, so did you know only like a handful? I only then? knew who I saw when I got here. Oh, so shit. Bob Oshak, Freddie Soto, Don Barris, Paul Mooney, 
uh, Joe Rogan, Ralphie, yeah. May. Paul Mooney, man. Yeah. And you just, so, uh, just from Paul seeing Mooney. them on stage? Yeah, well, I around. could see a lot of people, since the store was such a, like, a place for people, I could see a lot of people doing a certain thing better than anyone else I see doing it. Right. Like, Oshak was great at coming with really well-thought-out bits yeah, first he's time. Yeah, a great joke writer. Yeah, Don Barris had this late-night vibe where he could say horrible things to old ladies. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, you little slut. You love getting pounded, don't you, Grandma? And and, and she'd be laughing, yeah. and her grandchildren would be, and be fine. I'd be like, and those just, words alone do not yeah, equal yeah. that he kind just, of response. He just has that ability to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're all having fun. Did somebody tell you the comedy store was a place to go? No, and- I, dro- I didn't even, never even heard of it. I drove looking for the Laugh Factory. And I, on, the, on the way I passed, I was like, oh, maybe I'll apply to this place too. And you just jumped right in. I mean, you just really started hanging out and you were like, I'm going to be here. Yeah, train me on the phones. There you go. And I just, yeah, you got a job and a family instantly. Perfect. And now, and now your name's on the wall. You've been, a, on the wall. you've been a regular for a while. And uh, if you have the opportunity to see Ari Shafir on the road, I highly advise all of our listeners to do that. Uh, pick up his special. Follow you on Twitter where? Um, at Ari Shafir. And your website is Ari the Great? AriTheGreat.com. Damn right. <laughs> Dude, the, watch the Amazing Racist video. Oh, uh, yeah. Good luck. Close the door, though, because people have watched like halfway through. <laughs> one of those black people will come in, and then it gets really uncomfortable. By the way, Moses Robinson, you said drop that name, and I know we were trying to figure out if there were any black Jews. Uh-huh. For sure, that's probably one of them. <laughs> oh, no, I half looked it up. There was some pictures. There you go. Uh, I want to. I really do want to find and then that guy on Duke. That sh- that guy. That tall blonde guy. Sheezer or Scheiser? Sheezer. John Sheezer plays yeah. for Duke. No, not him. <laughs> <laughs> John Shire. John Shire. He's a black Jew. No, he, blonde hair. Oh no, he's just a Jew basketball okay. player. Oh, oh black you. Jew. Yeah, yeah, Moses Robinson would be that. Yeah, right. Perfect. Because yeah. Mo- you know Moses Malone could have been that, but. Moshe Robinson. <laughs> Moshe Robinson. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Moses Robinson. I like that. Uh, uh, Adam, Adam, where could our listeners find you? Uh, at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter and uh, AdamRayTV.com for all my videos and, and tour dates. And uh, got a bunch coming up in Kansas City and Denver and, uh, and New York. And you're coming with me to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. When does this podcast come out? Uh, should be out later hours, tonight. Yeah. Oh, then April 9th. Come to my Storyteller show. There's an Evite on my Facebook or my website, but nice. uh, come to the taping of it. Where's it's, that at? It's going to be at Cheetahs nice. on Tuesday. Diaz, TJ Miller, who else? Marin said he wants to do it now. Bobby Lee. Awesome. That'd be Kane. great. Bobby's yeah. got some great stories. <laughs> How many? I mean, that's what I was getting at. Like, there's so many. Like, oh, we just go different topics. So we got heartache and then different, like, we had drug, sex stories. How long do you think it takes you, though, as a like comic that? to develop, like, a nice, like, um, uh, collection of stories? Like, 10, I'll tell you this. After we did it you're seven, eight, in, nine you said, times. Yeah. Um, I ran out of like killer stories that I already had in my rep, you know, that I told at parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I ended up started thinking about times in my life and like funneling those the right way into stories. Because so like, many, there are so many great stories that you just don't think about. Yeah, you don't you think use. about it. Or you take it out and then you're like, oh, I can make this a little better with a metaphor or two here. Because you definitely, I mean, you have uh, a lot of stories in your act, but are there some stuff that you're just like, that's not a joke or that wouldn't work on stage? And you tell it at parties or you end up. Oh, yeah. There's some stuff I've done with those shows that just won't work on stage. Some I can transfer it and edit it slightly and make it work for yeah. bits. Yeah. And some are just better left not told on stage, I guess, right? Or do you yeah. think. But sometimes then you'll tell it to a group of people and they'll, they'll get a really great reaction. Yeah, but and you're yes. like, not everything is a perfect one to right? match. Yeah. <laughs> like I rushed the stage at the Price is Right my sophomore year of college, right, during a showcase showdown. After you the guy won. Yeah, and I got on stage and it's on TV and I rubbed the guy's oh, head and I sat yeah. in his Escalade. I was fucked <laughs> nice. up. I went with a group from my frat. We had one guy guaranteed to get on. He didn't get on. So I rushed the stage. It was between a big black, black guy named Jerome <laughs> and a little old woman. And I get on there and I'm like fake writing his Escalade when Barker was still hosting and Rod Roddy was still alive. He died like two months later. Uh, 
and uh, and I'm I'm shaking all the friends' hands and everything, and uh, and I've tried to tell like that story a few times on stage about how like you know it was the booze, you know, that telling me like you get that voice in your head, like the Jameson's, like you should rush the stage. And I'm like that's a good idea, Jameson voice, and all this <laughs> shit. But like telling the story, I couldn't find a um, you should rush the stage. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't come like I I kept I, I couldn't figure out. And maybe, maybe I've only I haven't given enough. Uh, maybe if you did the Jameson attempt. voice in in, in an Irish accent. Just like, ah, you should rest the stage. That's a, that's a yeah, that sounds convincing from, as fuck. That sounds like a suggestion from a parent. <laughs> you should just do the Jameson part in an Irish voice. Yeah. You should rest the stage. Sounds like a great move. But I was like doing the robot behind him, and I was like, at one point I was like, and Rod Roddy died a few months later. I was like, maybe mm. he saw how shitty my robot was and killed himself. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Or like, I could take a dark turn with it. Or maybe, you know. That's what my friend just texted me. He said, um, Do you think Ebert died because of how shitty your movie was? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, this way, real quick, I just want to say, because sure. I have talked about it. You do Brad a, wants to get out of the last 30 no, minutes. No, I know. Okay, like, and then, okay, but. <laughs> yeah, but there's, too, there's way too much to cover. You're going to just have to come back. But you do a lot of commercials. Yeah. And, uh, and you still do, right? Not, not the last couple of years. I've been on the road more. It's hard, tougher to do them. But you've done a handful. Yeah, I've done a shitload. I've done yeah. like 50 or 60. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Great way to make a living. The one, the one I remember you were in is you were in a Bud Light commercial where you carpeted everything in a room, and, and including a dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but light commercials those pay well. Interesting fact, mm-hmm. I got that commercial. No offense to you at all, but it's a Mencia story. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. But he was doing a Bud Light campaign for right. like Bud Light Latino or whatever, and they yeah, said yeah. we we saw all that stuff. We felt bad. You're not right for this. You're supposed to be a carpenter. You're like unless you're Jesus, you're not like a typical <laughs> carpenter. She goes, but we felt bad about that Mencia stuff, so we figured we'd give you a part. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, cool. Hey, cool. Yeah. Well, in that case, I got to start feuding with some comics. Like, yeah, exactly. So I can get a damn ad. Uh, you did a Subway one. Um, yeah. Yes. Did you get to meet Jared? I did not meet Jared. I just got to be rude for a day. That was really cool. That was a good one. That was fun. I just got that. It's like people would come up in line, actors, and I would just like throw out lines about how that That's- was fun. Yeah, because those are the best ones. I mean, because you're not labeled as a spokesperson for yeah. something, right? And you actually, when you get to represent the bad company, right? Then it's like, yeah, free oh. reign. Oh, because they want the bad company to look, to look bad. shitty, like, dumb, like, inept. Like, like you work in a place called like Hamburger Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and you're it's like, Burger Town. It's Burger Town. Burger My Town. name town said Rico. Claire Tynan was in it too. And, and 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 they just knew you were a comic. So you're like, hey, just shit, just shit on people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so at one point, this, the one guy came, and then he, I kept, made him take the burger. I did it my way, and then um, not his way. And then he went to the side, and this black guy was next. And I just go, white people. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear them all cracking up. Like, we can't use we that can't. ever. Dude, but like, all, they love using comics for commercials for that reason. Yeah. Any really bad. And write the comedy for us, please. Any mm-hmm. really bad horror story. I've only done one commercial. It was for Dunkin' Donuts. It only played in, like, two cities. And it was eating a breakfast. I was the uh, foreman at a construction site, and I'd eat this breakfast panini, yeah. and they kept bringing in new paninis for me to take a bite of and go, yeah, it's fucking good. You know, make that kind of like, this is delicious, and then make some notes. Piping hot, and they were already like two hours behind, so they were like, we gotta go, we gotta go. Right. Every time I would hold it, it was burning my hand, and I would just fucking like shaking. The guy's like, stop shaking the panini! I'm like, it's, and I didn't want to say it was hot, so I'm like, sorry, sorry, I got it. First commercial, I'm like, just yeah, suck it up. Yeah, you think you have to please them? Oh, yeah. Right. 
So they bring in a new one, and I'm like, no, let me use this one. The guy's like, we need the new cheese. It's dripping. It's melting. I'm like, onto my hands and burning my skin. <laughs> onto my but flammable hands. But I didn't say anything, so I kept biting it, burning my mouth. Oh, and God. I wish it, it – it took me like 20 takes, swear to God, because every time I take a bite and then like nod, my mouth is like trembling, and I'm like <laughs> – like that. It's too hot, but I, I can't spit it out, open mouth thing. And then I would make the notes. I'm shaking. And the director had to come over one point, and he's like, dude, you're like sh- – what are you nervous? I'm like, dude, man, it's just really fucking hot and finally let me use a cold panini <laughs> anyway <laughs> any hall stories wait uh i met I, tommy davidson like five times in a commercial what, what? no uh i did a commercial for uh bud light where i played a lawn gnome and <laughs> what yeah and like but there were like eight dwarves in the commercial and we were all playing lawn gnomes and then the whole gag is that someone walks into a dinner party and goes hey man i love your lawn gnomes outside and he goes i don't have any lawn gnomes and then we <laughs> all come to life and, and, yeah and like steal the oh, bud i remember that one it's actually funny i feel like i remember that yeah that play yeah yeah it, it played but the freakiest part about it is that two of the dwarves that were acting in that commercial turned into lawn gnomes were, no no we're oh. uh are are gay <laughs> And we caught them like oh, <laughs> lawn out. gnome butt fucking, <laughs> <laughs> not but not 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 fucking, but like making out with like the beards on and everything and like oh the hats, and we just started laughing. <laughs> Yo, wow. that should have just been, it should have just been lawn gnomes, two gay lawn gnomes with beards making out for for a minute and a half, and then just Bud Light appears across the screen. <laughs> Bud Light, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Wait, so any horror stories or no? Just all fun. I mean, mostly fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there were, but it was just it was fine. Just yeah. being too cold or something. <laughs> I didn't realize you could tell him like, "Hey, this is burning my hand. I'm not doing." It. It's just like a job site, yeah. right? So it's some director who's not really responsible for you, no. your safety, saying do it anyway. Yeah, and you go, "No, it's not safe." Yeah, I should have. <laughs> like, I didn't have the wherewithal. I was like, "We're behind on time." This, I'm in it's my head. It's not I'm my like, fault that they're behind on time. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, it's Dunkin' Donuts. This is a big deal. <laughs> no. I fucking, I, I hopefully know. am going to get free coffee or some jelly munchkins out of this. Which is That's why you need a union. Pastries. Because there's no way anyone would ever fight for themselves. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, Ari, thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Yeah, man, man. This is fun. The, and uh, Yeah, and looking forward to foolishness, bro. Yeah, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. In two days, right here. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a blast. I mean. Uh, yeah, maybe do them in the fucking hotel. Can you run around here late at night? Yeah. Dude, that's yo. I used to run around the back lot when I worked here. Really? Oh yeah. And Ray's gonna be here, so he could. Dude, that's the place. You guys All right. should do them. Uh, it, should do them if I survive yeah. my mushroom I'll trip, Willie Hunter, we'll be I might hitchhike to a show. fucking quiz right. Yeah, you will. Oh, well, this is gonna be fun. If yeah, if anything crazy bad happens, just say abort. We'll do this in a week or two. But if, assuming it'll all be fine, then fucking go for it. Our next podcast will be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, for Ari Shafir, Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. Thanks for listening to About Last Night. Please try to remember our names in the morning. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Buckstar here, Greg Sites, whatever my name is, Greg Buckstar Sites, CEO of GoCast Network. And I'm Gary Garver, formerly of 
Oh, I don't even want to mention that asshole's name. Uh, from the GoCast Network, program director of the GoCast Network. Weren't you on Journey? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Sammy Hagar, they say. Sammy Hagar. <laughs> and you know what? We got some sick new technology. You can check us out with Viddy. What the, what the hell's Viddy, Greg? I have no idea what that is. Viddy is Instagram, Twitter combined for a great 15-second video experience where you'll see awesome clips and fun stuff. Wow, I can't wait to check that out. Where do we go? Viddy.com? I think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> Before you hit fast forward, listen to this. It's the big hot rocking, non-stop, and less talking, boss shocking, hit knocking, finger popping, yanking, cranking, high knees spanking, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. 50,000 watt blowtorch of rock and roll! That is the Dick and Darren Show. Dick and Darren downloaded 185 episodes. It's, it's pretty good for you. You'll like it. Up in your ear hole. On the GoCast Network. Have you ever made a purchase, bought something, gone into a store, picked up an item, and thought to yourself, I sure wish I could pay GoCast Network? Well, great, because now's your chance. Brothers and sisters, put your hands together for this great opportunity. Go to GoCastNetwork.com and click on the Amazon link. Buy your stuff from us at the GoCast Network, Amazon link. Click it on, click it on. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Click on the Amazon link, click on the Amazon link, click on the Amazon link, and support the GoCast Network. That's all i got to say. Buy your stuff from us. Thank you. Uh, hey, this is Gary Busey. Not sure where I am right now, but I know that I'm listening to the interview with uh, Fraser Smith. On uh, the GoCast Network. What's up, guys? This is Danny Trejo, and I want to tell you about the best restaurant in Southern California, the second floor in Huntington Beach. The second floor is a one of a kind tattoo and cutting edge art bar. The food is amazing. Try our rockin' nachos, the sliders, or the monster colossal burgers. Or my favorite, the Trejo's Taco. Second floor. I'll see you there. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Slicing I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.